welcome to the uh, Goons Lockdown podcast. Um, as always, uh, I'm Rahul Puri, head of academics of Whistling Woods International. The Goons team has worked very hard over the last uh, couple of weeks to bring you what we think are informative podcasts. Uh, as always, uh, you can find uh, the Goons podcast at uh, goonspodcast.com or on Spotify. And uh, Goonge, of course, is the official platform of uh, Whistling Woods International's venture into podcasts. Um, we've got an excellent panel today uh, to discuss this topic, uh, starting off with Dr. Tripti Sakuja, who's done her PhD in counseling psychology at the University of Delhi. She's been a guidance counselor in Delhi for the last 11 years, offering counseling uh, for career development, stress management, and depression treatment. Uh, Dr. Sukuja, hello. Thank, Welcome thank, to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we've also got uh, Radhika Gupta, who's a practicing psychotherapist, guidance counselor, art therapist, and yoga teacher. She uses an eclectic approach of healing collaboration with healers from across the world to provide a variety of healing experiences to people. She's also um, a in-house counselor at Whistling Woods International. Hello, Radhika. Hi, Rahul. Happy to be here. And last, but certainly not least, we have Ayusha, who is a producing uh, student uh, from Whistling Woods International. He's in his second year um, and is currently dealing with the repercussions of uh, lockdown and quarantine, which means he doesn't get to go to that fight fantastic school uh, that he's been going to for the last couple of years. Hello, Ayush, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. A pleasure, pleasure. To start off with, I'd like to come to Radhika. So can we um, just lay out ailments that people can go through, uh, given the fact that we are quarantined and isolated, not just with our families, but also in many occasions, uh, isolated on our own? So, uh I'll, I'll break it down. Initially, when uh, people got to know about this, I think when we went into lockdown, uh, or, or just before we went into lockdown, when uh, we stopped venturing out and everybody was staying at home, uh, there was not so much anxiety. I think initially it was a welcome change. And then over a period of time, as more and more news started to come in, as the lockdown was being enforced, I think... Um, more and more anxiety, more and more fear started to come in. It affects uh, two categories of people the most. First is children and young adults who have a very um, intricate social experience because they're going to school, they're in a structure, and they don't have the motivation by themselves to put themselves into a routine. Um, the second category is old people, of course, because they are feeling more vulnerable. Um, Certain people have underlying health issues and there is even more fear of catching the virus or getting the virus. So I think these two categories of people, these two demographics are finding it the most difficult. Thanks for that, Radhika. And uh, Ayush, um, uh, you know, one of the things that Radhika talked about, obviously, was... Um, with children now, obviously you're you're not you're not you're not in that category. But uh, late teens, tw early twenties, are this digital generation. Perhaps you're not feeling the same sort of uh, mental effects or, or psychological effects as the rest of us are. Can you talk a little bit about 
uh, how you are dealing with so for me like sure it's the uh, we are the digital generation but we still need to go out so we still have that kind of restlessness that you know we need to do something and uh, kind of coping with it is mainly just talking to people video calls chat chatting and things like that but uh, i mean keeping myself active is more like keeping myself distracted right now using whatever i have the internet and things like that to watch stuff constantly uh, and not think about what's going on in the world because that automatically brings a lot of anxiety it's not especially for me but people around me like my older relatives my older parents and things like that so how are you trying to you know keep your your um older relatives uh, your uncles and your aunts how are you trying to keep them engaged and and happy and distracted uh, i think one of the first things uh, which was important was to keep the news limited to whatever was important especially on whatsapp and things like that and that was uh, one thing i saw that if anyone saw the news for more than like an hour they automatically thought they had the coronavirus and uh, you know it gave them a lot of anxiety and yeah. to keep them distracted it's mostly entertaining them with whatever they want to do like uh, play cards with them watch movies and tv shows with them just sit with them and talk to them also it's it changes a lot of things and helps them give a different perspective on the news as well you know because we can easily research online and see which what is real what is not what is fake and what is not so it helps them know the truth okay all right um uh, dr sakuja what are the kinds of things that you would recommend uh, people do as families to try and and sort of keep uh keep themselves mentally active for this i have uh, created a mnemonics of corona so c would be be creative then o would be to opt positivity uh, a strategy is a technique called what if in psychology so if if we are experiencing negative what if like what if corona affects me so we write down and then we convert it to positive what if so that way we need to change and challenge our thoughts then from r c o r r is relaxation if we keep our mind relaxed through meditation through focusing on the breath then o would be a wonderful technique called opt for gratitude so one message which i really like is that everything is locked down but there are many things which cannot be locked so sunrise cannot be locked our breath cannot be locked then n is of course no negativity negative emotions are bound to be there but some emotions are healthy negative emotions and some are unhealthy negative emotion so concern is healthy and anxiety is unhealthy sadness is healthy and depression is unhealthy and last is a corona a which is acceptance so once we accept the situation around us so then we will react accordingly which is constructive for us yeah. excellent that's uh, that's a that's a wonderful uh, way of, of thinking about it uh, dr sukuja uh, radhika um, you know as as uh, dr sukuja mentioned uh, in that um, obviously one of the things that we can all do is um some some form of healing some form of gratitude um uh, counseling in in many ways um are there any um uh sort of methods that you can 
suggest that uh, you know are 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 easy to do or almost uh, approach this situation in a in a positive manner sure i think uh, dr sakuja covered a lot of it and she covered it really well um i'm going to say a few things i'm going to break it down so one part is why to do something and the second part is how to do it so like ayush said that most of the times i think most people are trying to stay distracted enough so that they're not thinking about uh, corona or uh, the kind of stressors that it is bringing on however uh, i think uh, as a therapist i would always say that see an opportunity and adversity so rather than staying distracted we must find engagement so engagement is in things that you have an interest in and uh you can actually go into the flow while doing it so you finding you deriving some kind of meaning through that so then you're not only just passing your time but you're actively engaged in something and at the end of let's say one month or for however long this lockdown is going to continue you have something to show for it and uh that brings on a feeling of being in control and it helps us overcome helplessness and hopelessness um how we can do it is to break it down into smaller goals um every day if we have let's say three goals within the house i will walk 2000 steps i will um do an art exercise today i will i will create a nice painting for a friend of mine or for a relative of mine or just for myself that i want to put up in my room or i want to nurture a plant um so achieving these goals at the end of the day help you feel that you've accomplished something and you're also learning how to find joy in small things in life which is what this is all about everybody is talking about how we are going back to basics during this time well yeah uh, thank you very much radhika i think those are, are some really really um uh important uh aspects that you that you've brought up and um some things that i think that that we do need to focus on most importantly i think a, a thing um that you bring up is is this idea of of living um uh, almost for for where we are today rather than uh, worrying about what what life is going to be um uh tomorrow and um, the last thing that i want to touch on um is related to an article that i read um in the newspaper which is related to domestic violence um uh the lockdown of the quarantine period apparently in one of the articles that i read has led to a huge rise in in domestic violence um and uh this is all, all around the world i mean it's not just india but it's it's all parts of the world globally um you know obviously um you know domestic violence is a, is a terrible thing it, it's it's a horrible thing um but one of the um the, the side effects of all of this i think is anger and frustration uh that people feel um but you know being locked in a in a in a in a concise concise space um and perhaps not having not just the physical um space to go off and do what you want to do but also sometimes the mental space um you know if i come to dr sukuja for a minute um how do you um suggest that people burn through this frustration that they have and the, and this 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 sort of anger that they feel how do you feel people should just blow off some steam in our psychology in our dna we are wired that the threats alert us to safeguard ourselves we have to focus on what strengthens us like not what scares us 
So if I talk about physiology, uh, we have uh, a rational brain prefrontal cortex and we have an emotional brain amygdala. So we have to see that we are right now currently working through, operating through our rational brains so that we are physically active, we are mentally stable and emotionally regulated. The last line I would like to add is that there is always a stimulus and action and there's a cha chain out of it. So just as physical social distancing, we have to chain, break the chain. Like uh, there's an example of matchstick. If one matchstick is burnt and all the matchsticks are kept together, they will keep burning unless we remove one matchstick between social distancing. In the same way, we have to do emotion, uh, like uh, mental distancing of our stimulus and action. We have to break the chain and we have to stop the pairing of negative stimulus and negative action. No, very, very, very rightly put, very well put. And uh, I particularly like the uh, your 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 quote of uh, this too shall pass. So thank you very much, uh, Dr. Sikuja. Thank you very much, Radhika. Thank you, uh, Ayush. Thank you very much. Thank you.